Whoa. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number 69. That is a six and a nine put together back to back. Cancer. What's that? It's like the cancer sign, too, you know? Oh, I see. Okay. (laughs) I thought you were telling, I thought you were breaking it to me that you had the big casino. I know, yeah. I wanted to just like throw that at the beginning of the show. (laughs) So let me know. Uh, Yep, episode 69. I am Parlance. And I am Fresher. So it's we've been getting a bit of a a bump in the uh, the old uh, podcast uh, due to all that promotion on our network. I think. Yeah, I know it's pretty cool. Uh, I don't know exactly the number, but do you off the top of your head? Uh, you mean like what kind of number? We got a lot of tweets. We got some followers. Thanks, everyone. Yeah, thank you guys. We really but- appreciate it. For, like, downloads and stuff, let me see what it says really quick here. Not so much a podcast. <laughs> uh, golf uh, tournament this weekend, Fresher. While you're looking at that, yeah, you're joining in. Are you excited about that? I am excited about it. I think it's going to be really fun. I, like, I didn't hear about this, uh, like, I forgot what you called it. Where... Scram- scramble? Yeah, everyone hits, and then you hit from whoever hit the best. Yeah. I'd feel pretty proud if I get the best hit and everyone hits from mine, well, which I don't think is going to happen. Well, the rules are everyone has to use two drives from everybody. What? Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, so what if you have a horrible drive? Well, then it's two out of 18, so you just essentially have to have two good shots out of out of the 18 holes. I mean, what if like I... Like, totally don't even get it on the green two times at all. Well, you're not going to get it on the green if you're I driving mean, on the, them. like, fairway. Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. Then we'll just, like, have to lie and say you did it. <laughs> cool. But we're, I mean, we're going to win is the main thing. I don't think we're going to win. I don't I'm think pretty gonna... positive of it. As a matter of fact, a, you know, I will make... look. Here's the thing. I, I just want to have fun. And I told Noel that. I was. He was like, does Jeremy even play? I was like... He's like, because he's like, I was like, yeah, he plays. He's like, he's not just doing it as a favor. Noel is, is one of the foursomes. I'm like, no, no, he plays. He wants to play. He's yeah. Like, sure. So I was like, I don't know. Let me double check. <laughs> so I, you yeah. know, I texted you last night. I'm like, you sure you want to play? Um, yeah, no, I think it's, no, I mean, I think it'll be fun. I haven't played in a while. I think the last time I played was with you, maybe? No, I think you played one more time at that place before it closed down. Yeah. Because that was, that was my spot. That was yep. my spot. That was your jam. Totally. Too bad it closed. That was your tea box. That was your old tea box. It was. So our top downloads, I mean, to tie it back in, are episode number 58 coming in at 1,476 downloads, which I'm not sure if it's like bots or whatever, but like, yeah, I mean, all of our top, uh, and this is over the last four months or something, all of our top like 10 or like 1,400 downloads. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, and it's 58, 57, 56, 45, 48, 51, 31, 53, 54, 44, and 33. So not Those the... all are about 1,400 downloads. Damn. Yeah, and it's like surprisingly a lot. That doesn't seem realistic since we get absolute. You would think if people are listening, they would actually reach out to us on social media. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I but, I mean, but maybe cool. not. Maybe not. Maybe not. I, I believe Leonard has said a number of times he's had episodes and um, 
a lot of episodes get over a couple thousand and and I see on his site not many comments. So yeah, I mean and like this is just this isn't tracking on clicks on the download button. <laughs> this is like actual <laughs> this is actually like downloaded bandwidth used off of my server. Like each one of these is like 50 gigs of like bandwidth used. Like they actually downloaded the whole thing. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, That's so I mean, impressive. it's like it's going there somewhere. I don't know where, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, let's see, Leonard, let's, for instance, Leonard's latest episode on Long Boss, I should say Leonard and Todd, had 293 downloads. That's a lot of downloads, but they only have, they have zero comments. So maybe it is. Maybe people just listen and they don't do shit. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And it could be like, those are, I don't know how their metric works. Because it could be like iTunes and whatever the other podcast network stuff. They could just download it to host locally or something. I don't really know. But I mean, because like most of the traffic is from like operating system unknown. So, but then like 22% of it is from Mac. So, I mean, 22% of all of those downloads are on a Mac. So like people are downloading them. Maybe people subscribe and then don't listen or something, you know? That's a possibility. But that's it counts. <laughs> that's reach. It is reach, absolutely. <laughs> um, speaking of reach, uh, the the X Men TV series was confirmed uh, in the works at Fox TV. Are you excited about this? It's a reach because I think what I was going to get is, is this seems like a stretch, but because <laughs> a stretch I can't. Reach? Yeah, stretch. Yeah, no, I like X Men. I didn't know. I saw that the. Speaking of X-Men, the Deadpool trailer that I didn't know was even the same universe or whatever, but that looked pretty cool. It looks pretty cool. Here's my one thing. Um, so I think they unveiled some some uh, photos at the San Diego Comic-Con. I like when I speak about things I know very little about. But That's like to... all I ever knew. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, knew I don't think so. You, when you were talking about those on-click events, I think you knew what you were talking about. Um <laughs> That was, analytics nerd alert. Um, <laughs> the oh gosh, oh yeah. And so they released it, and and everyone was like, "Oh, the costumes looks good." And they were saying Ryan Ryan Reynolds came up and spoke, and he's like, "This won't be like that other superhero film that where I was dressed in a green costume, wink, wink, or whatever." Because you know he played the Green Lantern. Oh yeah. So this I know is he's the, even in the trailer thing. It says like, "Don't give me a dumb suit, like a green one or something." Oh, okay. Know, did oh, you catch that? I didn't. I didn't actually. I don't think I did catch that. Or no, I didn't. I didn't catch that. It was when he was like being strolled into that like military facility thing. So just for the record, I was a Deadpool fan. Uh, Leonard and I, uh, circa two thousand, uh, maybe not two thousand one, maybe. I'm not exactly sure what year that was, but we would go every Wednesday. I was a Deadpool co- from the get-go, episode, issue one of Deadpool. I was part of that back in the day. I think it was like 98, maybe. That's pretty um, cool. I like the idea a lot. I mean, of the, I didn't know it until I watched the trailer and you told me. Yeah, and uh, I ended up selling all of those. Now watch, they're probably going to go up in value. I sold I them all. Yeah, I sold them all like pretty, pretty cheaply. I was just like, whatever. Because I don't have very many comic books that actually have demand. Um, and this one still had demand like uh, maybe five years ago. So I just yeah. sold instead of selling them one by one, which I think most people do, like you, it's, I sold them as a giant lot. I was like, here's episode issues one through 28 or whatever, like two years. Did you get more than you paid for them? 
Uh, probably not. Maybe I probably got what? If you're just breaking even, that's like not even worth selling. Well, they take up space. That's true, I guess. Yeah. So you have to include space. But yeah, I sold. I think I maybe got like even even money, probably. I guess that's not bad if it's even money. Yeah. Um. So the debates were tonight. Yeah. I read about it, The Stranger, which is a very skewed like view of it, but they sounded pretty ridiculous. What well, did you did you get some quotes? Um, <clears throat> they were talking about like they were trying to out God each other, I guess, at the end. Oh, really? Like about like who talks to God more or something? <laughs> who does talk to God more? And then like they were there's a whole bunch of stuff about Planned Parenthood, and uh, I don't know. I guess that's the main takeaway. If you were to ask me right now, like you just did, <laughs> did you read uh, anything about it? Only thing I've read was that, uh, and let me find the story here so that I could speak to it, um, was that there's a company, I'm trying to find the name of the company, but I think it's an online, Eat24, I think is the name of the company. Um, they were going to give out um, $5 coupons every time oh. Donald Trump said Mexico. That's pretty good. And I did hear one, because when I come home, you know, I go, Alexa, give me the news. And, you know, NPR has like a, like, I think it's updated maybe every two, three hours they update it. And they already, yeah. ha- they already had the uh, kind of like a, some quotes from from the uh, the debate on there. Yeah. And it, and it said, and uh, the only thing they pulled out was Donald Trump saying that he was going to build a giant wall at the border and we need to build it now. But he's not he's not going to object to putting a door on that wall so people could come over legally for tacos for, ta- <laughs> for ta- <laughs> I guess I don't know why they'd come here for tacos uh maybe they just it's kind of like why Texas, Americans I guess well yeah. no maybe like here's the thing maybe they just you know how like it would be like a Chinese person going to giant uh, panda Express yeah yeah so maybe they just crave cheap like Americanized food it's true you never know yeah, like yeah I know that Panda Express thing. I think we talked about that before too, right? We have talked about Panda Express. Yeah, like the the old Chinese people came over and they like were you know those like things like what do foreigners think of like different things like where they have like Japanese candy and they have a bunch of people try it, but they had a bunch of Chinese people try um, Panda Express and like they actually really liked it. <laughs> <laughs> What's not to like about it? It's I like. Know. Right? The core, everything is is uh, real instead of like fake cardboard versions of it. That was racist. I'm sorry. I take that back. <laughs> I wasn't even sure where you're going with that. I was going to say like, like it's it took me a second. I was like, wait, what? Oh, yeah. What do you think actually from a nutritional standpoint or I should say from a low cost food standpoint, what do you think is more healthy for you? Um, Chinese, like low value, like street food Chinese or American fast food? Low-value street food Chinese, I think. You think it's health, more more nutritious? Mm, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, it like has less stuff. I feel like it's more composed of like the same couple things, where American fast food is like... It's more variety of stuff, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Because it just seems like greasy, like stir-fry or whatever. Actually, I don't even know what the street food is. I guess maybe if you're just eating like weird stuff maybe that's better for you because it's the whole thing it i can't even like think of fake chinese street food really 
I well, mean, I, well, at the night market, I believe it was in Beijing when my wife was there. They had things such as barbecued scorpion, scorpion, barbecued uh, sea star, or whatever starfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess maybe that's probably more healthy. I guess more healthy, but like way more disgusting. Well, I'm, well if you don't like it, maybe it's good. Um, I think it's they. You know, it's kind of one of those things for the tourists. I think. I don't think I don't think Chinese people are going. I don't think the locals are going there for some BBQ starfish. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm yeah, kind of. I don't know. If you're hey, if you're in China, or actually, if we have any Beijing listeners, reach out to at Fresh and Par. Yeah, and let tell us, us. Let us know. Do you ever go to the night market for a little barbecue uh, starfish? Yeah, but I, like fast food here, like that counts. I mean, basically McDonald's and Taco Bell and uh, Burger King. It's like mostly burger. What other, oh, Subway. Subway could be more healthy, maybe. But it's not like that cheap, though. But, uh, like McDonald's is way cheaper than Subway. I don't know. It's toss up. Speaking of food, though. Yeah. Uh, apparently, today, August 6th, is National IPA Day. I was not aware of, but that's pretty cool. And for IPA day, I was going to drink one of the IPAs that me and Graham brewed a couple weeks back. And just a shout out to, I'm going to drink this one that I saved because we numbered them based on how we bottled them. And uh, I guess you can't see. This is number 28. As a reminder to everyone that the 28th of this month is also my birthday. <laughs> so don't forget Heard it here. I'm like, gonna forget. I'm first, gonna, hopefully. Holy shit! I'm gonna forget. <laughs> I better not forget. I better not forget. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna like totally try to be really like inconspicuously hinting on that day. Be like, mm, is people forget anything? Is anything special happening today? I don't know. <laughs> but I'm gonna open it right here and then drink it for IPA day, uh, August sixth. Yep. By the oh. way, Ni Kai Hao Chi Hing. Ni chi kao hai ching. That's how you say, do you eat grilled starfish in Chinese? Really? Yeah. Ni chi kao hai ching. So if there's... Are you sure you got the accents right? I'm, I literally hit play on Google Translate, and that's what it says. Cool. Ni chi kao hai ching. So there you go. Do you eat grilled starfish? It's Let just, us know. You're just throwing it out there for our Chinese listeners yeah. who don't know English. Who don't know English. Maybe they'll appreciate it. Maybe <laughs> like you, you ran across here and like, ooh, I know those words. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they play us in the, you know, in, in the malls. In those That's empty true. malls of China. Yeah, I love in uh, grocery stores in, uh, I mean, I've seen it in Taiwan and Japan. They'll just play like super hardcore, uh, hardcore hip hop with like, a lot of swaying and like really crazy stuff, but it's just like in the grocery store is like elevator music and nobody knows what they're saying. That is really bizarre. Be- oh, is it because no one understands the vulgarity of it? So they don't even, they don't even yeah, care. It's just like pop music, but it's like, you know, hardcore hip hop stuff. That's funny. Yeah. It is pretty funny. I was like, wait, are they, what is this? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's kind of like when uh, you have like a half year, like a six or eight month year old, you could just have like a really bad potty mouth the whole time and they never know. Yeah, I know. It's I always get, I always get in trouble by the way, whenever I'm around right. children. Yeah. Whenever I'm around children. So now, um, I, trouble. huh? 
Who who troubles you? Well, the parents are my wife saying stop cursing in front of the children. Don't you know they're like sponges? They just absorb everything. But yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So I was reading this, uh, speaking of absorbing, I was reading this story and I absorbed about a fifth of it. Um, that Rolling Stone, which, you know, they have credibility issues right now. Well, this isn't about rape, so maybe it's a little bit more. Wait, uh, do they have a race thing going on? A rape, rape. Oh, they have a rape thing going on? They Yes, they had a rape thing going on. Hmm. Yeah, it was a, I don't, I forget the school. It was a Virginia school where they said that this woman got raped and they had anonymous sources and they, they essentially really effed up the school and like really shot it down and said, it's, it's a rape culture, blah, 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 blah. And then they had, then they, it came out that it wasn't true at all. Any of it. Really? And it was in the um... Rolling Stone. Yeah. Rolling it was like, Stone. A, like, I thought that was music. about music. Rolling Stone is a uh, kind of like journalism and music. It's like okay. news and music. Like they do expose. So this one was about global warming and uh been uh, in the rape somehow no i said i don't know how much i could take it serious since they're oh, okay, no okay. i got it uh, well, we, global uh, warming it's i guess it's about humans raping the earth of its natural oh, that's true tie yeah. in <laughs> there's nothing there's nothing more relevant than a rape tie-in nothing makes nothing <laughs> warms your heart um historians may look to 2015 as the year when shit really started hitting the fan. That's the first sentence of the story. And then it goes on to talk about how uh, we had a uh, record-setting heat wave in Pakistan and India where a th- thought more than... Oh, yeah, the, the, heat, the heat dome. Yeah. That sounded crazy. I was reading about that. And then they talked about uh, how we had a, a... In Olympic National Park here in Washington, we had a forest fire in the rainforest for the first time in living memory. Yeah, they had the... Um... It was a bunch of old growth that barely ever catches on fire. Well, it says in living memory. They talked talked about the California drought. They talked about um, walruses beaching themselves. They talked about crabs moving up, marlin moving up because the water is getting warmer. Oh, yeah, there's the bacteria in the water on, like, making fishing not work. Yep, they talked about um, just a whole slew of just things going wrong. Salmon populations dwindling. Uh, and, uh, oh, this this is my favorite. The pavement in India melted. What? That's it was crazy. so hot. And there's a picture of it. It's It looks like, an, um, what's, was it, who did the kind of abstract paintings where it was like things were bent, clocks were melted and like. Oh, uh, yeah. I know which one you mean, but I don't know who did it. Right, there's these lines on the street that's just like, it looks like it just got folded over. It's crazy. So anyway, I'm going to throw this out to you, and then you just say, agree or disagree. Is 2015 the year we look back and go, oh shit, agree or disagree? Uh, are you asking me? What? Well, there's no one else. Our users. This is fresher and parlance. This is not fresher and or whatever parlance and nobody else. I'm asking you. You're the only person on here. I don't think that. I don't think it's specifically this year. I mean, it is true. It's like worse or worse. I feel like it needs to be like this is only two years. I feel like it needs to be like four years. Like if anything, they'd say it was last year. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? 
Because yeah. last year was the one where we set all the records and stuff. And then this year just kind of seals it that that wasn't a, you know, a one-time thing. And then if it keeps happening, it's going to be, oh, that was like the beginning of the curve, you know? Right, right. I, I think you need more time to kind of make that judgment to say that because it's kind of like the old Al Gore thing. If you put a frog in really hot water, it jumps out. But if you put a frog in cold water and then slowly heat it up, it'll just boil itself to death. I think that's yeah. what we're at. We, we, I don't think there's going to be this one moment where we're just like, oh, damn. I think these are just little things upon little things upon little things. And then at the end, we're just going to be like, oh, well, we missed out. <laughs> yeah, I know. But there's all that energy stuff. That seems kind of cool. Oh, like yeah. that we started doing the um, like limiting power plant stuff. And I also saw since uh, methane from uh, beef production is like also one of the largest things, they have new livestock feed that doesn't produce as much methane. They're gasless cows? Yeah. That's going to be the, is that going to be, <laughs> is that going to be the new labeling situation on your beef? Is yeah, this low carbon cow? <laughs> was this, was this cow uh, cap and trade? Yeah. But yeah, I heard that like 16 states were fighting against the power plant restriction thing. I don't know. Um, dumb states. Well, I, coal is terrible. And people, yeah, I, I know. Believe, it's like already known. I it's can't clean believe. Coal, though. Well, there, well, is it clean coal? I think clean coal is still not that clean. Yeah, no, I know. But the, that was, they were like touting for a while. They had commercials and stuff about clean coal. Did you know that I think the London Fog had, like, you ever hear the term London Fog? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's that jacket brand. Right. It is a jacket brand. But I heard that the London Fog, like the original London Fog, wasn't so much about the fog. I mean, even though they do get fog, but actually had to do with um, the, the clouds of black soot that would mix with the clouds. Yeah. I mean, well, that was the, like... I did this class about like um, global disaster stuff, and that was one of the first ones that uh, people changed because they were fighting that it wasn't about that. But then, like, they totally fixed like by not burning as much coal. It says here, London is told you that London is not actually that foggy. The famous London fog was actually the result of pollution. That yeah, because that was the Industrial Revolution time. Over 10,000 people died from the fog. It's quick, right? Yeah. So now you know when you're wearing that jacket, that might be... Uh, I know. Protect you not from the elements, but in fact, pollution. Totally. Awkward silence. Awkward silence. I knew it. Silence. I already knew that. You already knew that? I didn't know that. Well, geez. All right. Geez. Well, maybe our <laughs> listeners, maybe our Chinese <laughs> listeners didn't know that. I know. <laughs> you got to look that up and see how to say that in Chinese. I will. Just so you keep... Fog kills you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming lo- there's no Chinese word for London. There probably is. They usually have like words for other like cities and countries. I always thought that was really interesting. Just that like, because most countries aren't called what we call them in their language. That is true. And so they have different things that they call the other countries. I always thought that was crazy. London Wushasini. London Wushasini. There you go. That sounds like not Chinese. Wait, are you looking London up Chinese? London Wushasini. Traditional. Chinese traditional. That's cool. London Wushasini. There you go. London fog will kill you. Oh, London fog kills you. 
I don't think that was right. That didn't sound like Chinese at all. London Wushasini. It's definitely, it's definitely, I'm definitely doing it. <laughs> um, we'll see how many Chinese tweets we get. I know, seriously. I heard, I just heard Jeff, Jeff. Uh, yeah, Jeff's, uh, he's some meowstorm <laughs> over there. So I've been watching a lot of TV lately. Not a lot, but enough to like actually pay attention to things that I don't care about. Like, yeah, because recently we would talk to the other few weeks about how we haven't been watching TV recently. Right. And so, you know, the thing is the things that you don't realize that have happened when you don't watch TV is you're completely unaware of when movies are coming out. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're completely unaware of like when people talk about commercials they're like oh you see that commercial I know that commercials i like i only watch online stuff so like i don't really know i kind of like, miss commercials yeah so my my when my mom was in like two weeks ago or three weeks ago she's like she just kept talking about this commercial for uh this free range chicken yeah and it's about like a chicken who's like on the road hitting the road or whatever and I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. No, I think my mom watches probably of her waking hours. Let's say her waking hours are from 10 a.m. to 1 a.m. Yeah. Right? That's like, whatever, 15 hours. I'd say she probably watches TV eight hours of those days. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, yeah, that's my guess. Like, I think straight up or while doing other things? Probably both, a mixture of both. That's probably that's... like the national average, actually. No, I don't think so. I think that's really high. What is the national average? Because I I think people watch a lot of TV. Uh, if I were at work, I could probably get that number for you. But we could just Google it. I know. Um, how many hours of TV? I put national average of US TV watched. Uh, 34 hours a week. Than, yeah, that's what I got too. Three to six hours uh, of taped Another oh that's uh, that's live TV and then it says another three to six hours watching taped programs. That sounds like not a real stat since they said taped programs. Well, uh, yeah. Well, that was from 2012, so go figure. Uh, 2014 says five hours of TV per day, average American. Well, that's way lower. Oh, per day. That's a yeah. lot of freaking TV. Five hours a day. That is a lot. I haven't watched TV in like. Over a month for sure now, I was saying. And I haven't watched TV since last time I said it, a week ago. Oh, I did watch that uh, documentary, oh. Seven Days in Hell. It's like a mockumentary about tennis starring Andy Samberg. Oh, I wanted to see that. I super wanted to see that. Where did you see it? It's on It's on HBO. Uh, I totally want to see that super bad. I was excited about that. <laughs> All right. Well, That's exciting. Okay. I guess I won't tell you about it then. I kind of want to watch it tonight, but I don't think that I will. Hmm. Well, hmm. It's only Speaking an hour. It's only an hour long. It's only an hour long. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe I'll watch it. It looked really funny though. There's parts that are funny, and then there's parts that are not. You know, like most shows, there's their ups and downs. Or in this case, volleys and serves. Oh. Ooh, that's right. Or it's actually more like lobs. Could you yeah. hear me? Lobs. You're a... more what? Lobs. Oh, lobs. Yeah. It's like lobs Lobbing and serves. Lobbing it. You're a straight. Overhead smash. Just say hey, you... Man, we're we're kind of all over the place today. But did you see that story about the Texas man who uh, shot at an armadillo and it ricocheted right back and hit him in the head? 
No, I uh, I vaguely heard about that, but I did see a video of a guy throwing a bottle of champagne to christen something, and like the champagne like hit the thing just right, so like the uh, cap hit the like concrete or whatever, and like it shot back and like hit him in the chest. It's like a faulty yeah, airbag. Like the bottle, not the cap. Like the cap stayed, so it shot the bottle at him. Oh my god! Did he die? No, I mean, it like hit him in the chest or something, but it was pretty funny. So listen to this story. An East Texas man was hospitalized early Thursday morning after a bullet he fired at an armadillo ricocheted back at his head. The man shot at the armadillo just before 3 a.m. on Thursday after seeing it in the fu- on the freeway in the town of Marietta, Texas, according to Costa County. Yeah. The, bully, the bullet ricocheted back at his head. The man was treated for minor injuries. Local reports are unclear as to the condition of the armadillo. <laughs> I like that they called that out because I was, if I was at Armadillo, I'd be pretty pumped. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's only a better time. It's only a better time before Al Qaeda starts or ISIS starts uh, storming the border with mechanized armadillos. <laughs> it's true. Uh, um, the man who shot the the bullet bounced back and then passed through a fence and into the mobile house where she sat on a recline. Oh my gosh! There was a second armadillo shooting followed by ricochet of the year. Oh wait. This was the second armadillo shooting, followed by ricochet of the year. The first in Georgia in April injured a shooter's mother-in-law. The man shot the armadillo. The bullet bounced and then passed through a fence and into her mobile home where she sat in a recliner. Her injuries were minor, but the armadillo did not survive. That sounds like it was set up. Mother-in-law? I mean, come on. Like a a bank shot? Bank shot. (laughs) Calling it. Off the armadillo, through a fence... (laughs) I'm hitting that bitch. <laughs> Do you remember there, there was like a, I think it was like a Larry Bird and Michael Jordan commercial. I think it was from McDonald's. Oh yeah. And they do all the calls and stuff. They're just like, you know, out the window, over the fence, off the car. They have like the super intense, like uh, detailed, like crazy shots. Hello. It was a crazy shots, right? Yeah, they would like, it's like off the thing, through the thing, da da da, off the rafters, over this thing, nothing but net. And they were like playing for, they were like, I think they were playing for a Big Mac. Oh, they were playing for a Big Mac. I don't remember that part. I thought they were playing for a Big Mac, or maybe it was a Coca Cola. I believe it, but I mean, McDonald's commercial, probably. Yeah. Uh, it might have been a Coca Cola commercial, but if anyone on our show cares to enlighten us as to whether it was, in fact, a Coca Cola or a McDonald's commercial, you could do us a favor by doing a two-second Google search and letting us in. We'll leave it to our audience, though. <laughs> this time. This time. Yeah. Um, so, uh, oh, also I- shooting stuff, which is kind of interesting. I saw a Seattle police report that just today they arrested, I think, 17 people in some sort of drug ring. They did, like, a drug bust on, like, 20 places, like, around the Northwest. So that's exciting. And, and drug cartel thing capped, apparently. I'm looking it up. Seattle Drug Bus 2015. Yeah. Nine, like, it was actually 95 arrests. What? No, the one that I saw was 17. What? Oh, maybe it was this like is literally today. It was on the uh, oh. Seattle police thing. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe that was from like, April, I think. Actually. But I'm hoping like that's some of the people in a. South Seattle, who like there's a bunch of shootings and stuff, so that might because like, I saw it on like a South Seattle blog thing. Interesting. They're linked to the Seattle police, but 
That's the shooting stuff. Huh? It says here, uh, in Juneau, Alaska, a barge carrying thousands of bags of marine debris that washed up on Alaska's shores, some presumably from the 2011 tsunami in Japan, has arrived in Seattle where recyclable material will be sorted out. Now we're sorting out radioactive material in Seattle. That's crazy. It is crazy. It's cray-cray. Cray-cray. <laughs> I feel like, like we, we, we have all this. We didn't, normally we have a good, this is two weeks in a row. We got to get back to our old ways where we had a good flow. I hope people are still enjoying our show. We used to have it like all locked up, man. Point I mean, after I think this. we still have, we don't have to try when we got the flow. I mean, just go back to episode one and know like how much like it's not crappy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, uh, I, so over the weekend I purchased a Dyson vacuum cleaner. Oh yeah. Right. So I always wanted a Ferrari, but instead of buying a Ferrari, I just bought the Ferrari of vacuums. (laughs) You could just get a Ferrari bike. No, 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 no. I got the Ferrari of vacuums, the Dyson. There's probably a Ferrari branded vacuum too. They like brand a bunch of stuff. It's weird. I I bet you though, here's the thing. If they did brand a vacuum, it would be a Dyson. I know. (laughs) So I bought this Dyson and uh, I, let's just put it this way. I don't vacuum that much. And... I have carpet pretty much throughout my house. Yeah. So I got the new, the new vacuum and I was for the first time. And I would say ever, (laughs) I was excited to do some vacuuming. Yeah. That's exciting to be excited about it. Yeah. And uh, because I've been having terrible allergies, I have asthma. So my asthma has been bothering me a lot. And um, I was like, this is going to really help me. And uh, I didn't even get through halfway through my living room yeah and i had to already change i had to like dump out the stuff it's just a lot of junk and it's like it's not it's just like little white powder stuff and i don't even know what it is i have no cons it could be dog dander i will say there was a lot of hair and i'm gonna give you a hint the hair was not short and brown (laughs) it was not my color hair (laughs) you're shedding it wasn't mine it was it was my wife's. I don't even know where it hides, but it, there was literally clumps and clumps of hair in there. I mean, that happens. I know it happens. I can just couldn't handle that. No, it couldn't. Well, it, uh, probably not. But I'll tell you, it was it was so gross that I filled like I could have probably filled after doing my entire house two Safeway like grocery bags full of dirt. Oh, that is a lot of that's a lot of dander, dander, dirt, fuzz hair uh dust mites if you will yeah i it thought dust, have... that's dust mites isn't a broad term that's an actual thing yeah that's why i said dust mites so actual dust mites i'm fairly certain dust mites uh were in there Be- uh, here's the thing i had an allergy test uh about four to five years ago i always wanted to do that i should do an allergy test so this was just for pollen and grasses and shit like that as it turns out i'm allergic to everything but the, you know, they poke you with this... all those tests ever say, isn't it? No, there was plenty of things that I wasn't allergic to, but the things that I were allergic to, grass, pollen, mold. But the one that got me was dust mites. And I was so, it was so swollen and red that the nurse was like, oh dear, honey, let me write, let me put some of this cortisone cream on there. Oh my <laughs> God. I just want to imagine that nurse is pretty amusing. <laughs> 
She, well, it was like she had never seen an allergic reaction when that guy, all he did was he was an allergist. She was so yeah, concerned for like, me. Not like, I've never seen this. I know, that would right? Be scary. Well, I will say, um, you, here's how you know things are bad. When like a nurse or doctor is like, oh my God. Or like, I oh know, dear, right? when they show shock. So I had a, a mono in uh, college in like my, between my freshman and sophomore year. Making and, up, uh, making out too much. And I how many people give it to you? I have. Who knows? Who knows? Um, and uh, the uh, I had the sore throat, but it had like the I don't know if you know this, but you get like giant pus modules on the back of your throat. It's disgusting. It's essentially giant blisters of pus. That is gross. Yeah, and you can't breathe, let alone swallow your saliva. But yeah. my my home doctor was like. You're not going back to school. You have to take the semester off. The whole semester? Yeah. Because they, oh, yeah, like, you're going to be, well, it's only going to be, and I'm like, I was thinking to myself, um, if I don't go now, I'm never going back. Because I'm just be like, whatever, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, no, no, I'm going to go. I'm going. I'm going. I was, I, it, I, when I had mono, I was so tired. I was literally sleeping. Like my friends would come, we would play magic or whatever, like, card games magic the gathering in in my house and uh i would they would play the game and i would like lie on the floor in the living how did you not like get them sick i think you have to like share body fluids or whatever oh yeah it's not that contagious i don't think it's contagious like the flu or the cold i think it's a little bit more difficult to get yeah i i think but they never got it um so anyway, uh, I go to the, finally I was like, I'm going to school and, or back to school. I'm not going to take the semester off. And uh, my throat is, it's so bad. It's just like really, really, really bad. And yeah. uh, so I have to go to the health facility or whatever at my school. And the lady, she's like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I have mono. Um, I'm just like my throat. I can't do anything. I can't swallow. I can't drink. I can't anything. And she's like, well, let me see what's going on back there. And she's like, "Go open up and say, ah. So I open up and say, ah, and she puts the tongue depressor down. And she goes, all I heard her go, oh, my God. <laughs> honey, honey, how are you dealing with this? This is the worst <laughs> I've ever seen. And I'm like, I am aware. I that's why I came here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, that is why I'm here. And they were like, there's, they're like, there's nothing we could do. They're like, here's what we could do for you. Um, they're like this, and they give me like this small little vial of, um, of, I guess like a topical solution that essentially numbs everything it touches. Yeah. And they said, pour like a tablespoon in water, gargle with it, and then spit it out. And yeah, I mean, that's like when you, that's when you have the toothache and stuff. That's the kind of thing you do, too. So that's what they did, and it didn't work. It didn't work at all. It absolutely did not work, and I just gutted through it. So every day I would just, like, I would be eating, like... like that sounds I, horrible. Yeah, I couldn't even... Like, juice was terrible because of the citric acid or whatever. Oh. So it was just, it was just like, water. It was like I was drinking water and, like, soaked, like, Egg McMuffin or whatever. Not Egg McMuffin, the the... The muffin, the, the you know what I'm talking about, the English muffin. Yeah, so, like a, yeah. So bottom line, if you are sick and you go to the doctor and they show shock, you should be concerned. <laughs> yeah. I guess it, it goes that everywhere. It would be funny if I was a doctor just to like act shocked all the time. 
Dr. Spotchy Man. Um, the, <laughs> yeah, Spotchy Man. Dr. The, Space Man. I think it's any, any, anytime you go to an expert and then they, they show shock in the field that they're knowledgeable about. Yeah, I know. I it's like that's where you always should be like concerned. It's like you go to a, let's say you're about to retire. So you go to a retirement specialist and they look at you and they're like, Oh, <gasps> like, yeah, you probably shouldn't be retiring. <laughs> um, have you ever had that happen? Um, no, I don't think so. I actually haven't gone to the doctor that much. I need to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let me give you some tips. You should go to the doctor. It's not I that am. hard. You have health insurance. I it's, know. It's well, literally... I mean, it's just stuff hasn't come up. Like, yeah, but you should just I go. Think and... I had like two or three checkups just like to be, you know, every couple of years or something. And they're like, oh, yeah, just come back in a couple of years. And I was like, okay. <laughs> you, you should go to get your like blood pressure, uh, cholesterol, vitamins. Know, yeah, that's what I did. And they said it was all fine. Hmm. All right. Well, that's good. You should. Go back again. Seems fishy. I know. I totally said. Seems fishy, your doctor. Got to do doc- it. It's fishy. Something's fishy. <laughs> For the, that's an inside joke, but <laughs> we should explain that. So today, why don't you explain it? Um, we were arguing or discussing, rather, the origin of meaning from where that's fishy came from, and it was whether. Uh, what was the one that you were saying? I said it was like a fish like is, is very hard to pin down. Like because it like is squiggly and stuff or whatever, it's right? It's squiggly, it gets scared, it runs away. It's not like it's not like a, it's kind of hard. Pin yeah. It down. yeah, you can't pin it down. And I was saying that it was like smells bad like rotten food or something. And so like you check it by smelling it and it's like, ooh, that's something's fishy with that. Like it doesn't it doesn't seem right. Like rotten food. But right. The consensus from several other people was that it was the food one. Right. Or that, like that maybe a fish died like a canary type thing and like there's just like something doesn't smell right. Right. Because also like the same meaning of saying like, I don't know, something stinks. Which right. is basically the same thing. And so like, yeah. Right. It's like, yeah. It's, so it's, basically, parlance was wrong. Well, in the parlance <laughs> of my parlance. That's true. Yeah. I no, like it. My other favorite, like, for visual that I don't think is actual, but, like, that I like to think about is uh, touching bases. When, like, oh, yeah, we should, we need to touch bases on this. I always think of two, like, uh, tabletop game, like, characters with those, they have the little circle bases, like, that they stand on. And I always just imagine those like characters, like boop, touching bases. I'm not sure that that's what that means. I don't think it is, but that's how I imagine it. Uh, my, so baseball, that's a baseball analogy, right? I but don't even I, know. I guess. No, I because it has to do with two people meeting. Yeah. Let's let, no, we need to touch base on this. Yeah. It's like, uh, make sure you gotta, you gotta do that. You have to do that. I don't that. think it's a baseball one. I mean, oh. yeah, I guess I've never, uh, I don't know. I mean, it makes sense, but I don't think so. I feel like baseball, more than anything, has the most references in popular culture. Of all the sports, I think baseball... It's because the three strikes thing, that's, like, huge. No, the strikes, uh, or he hit a home run. Man, yeah. that, was a, that was a home run presentation. Or, 
Uh, oh yeah, home run. Yeah, definitely. He just struck out. Oh, that yeah. I mean, the strikes thing. It's all hitting though. Oh yeah, this uh, on Stack. Oh, English Stack. I didn't know Stack Exchange did like language stuff. But it says, yeah, touch base is a significantly more common usage and is listed in phrase dictionaries. The general uh, impression is that it comes from the sport of baseball. In baseball, a player who is touching a base is not in danger of being put out. Another explanation is that a player briefly touches each of the bases when he runs around the field hitting a home run. Therefore, touching base is briefly checking in that is more similar to meaning in the above example. So yeah, it's touch base. So it's and, definitely baseball. Yeah. So my favorite baseball analogy is not like a simple one, but it's always like, uh, because I, I'm, I always say, I don't look for the home run. I look for a bunch of base hits over and over and over again. I don't need, I just need a bunt hit here, a single there, a double. A, walking. <laughs> right. A walk. Yeah. It's all about little, it's about small ball. I don't need the big home run. We don't need the home run over here. We just need base hits. We need you to get on base. That's true. That's um, how you play the game. That's how you keep it moving. Um, oh, uh, what about like the uh, he's on deck? That's also another popular baseball. Really? What is the deck? On deck. It means like they're next up. He's on deck. I didn't. I did not even know that one. He's in the bullpen. Bullpen. Yeah. They don't. No one uses that though. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Absolutely. He's in the bullpen. Well, actually, I've never bull- heard of that like commonly. Oh really? What about mm. uh? What about that? Uh, oh, no. Nah. I was going to say, like, there's probably another. There's probably at least a half dozen. I mean, there's like a. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, no, it's definitely very. I can't think of another sport that is, but. Like, uh, the only other one that I could think of that's probably more, more popular than the ones we just mentioned is. Slam dunk. Slam dunk or touchdown. <laughs> slam dunk. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if I would rather a slam dunk or a bunt. Or a bunt? Yeah. yeah. What would you rather? If you were a if you were a professional athlete, what would be the number one act of sporting feat that you would like to achieve? Why would a bunt be good? I don't know. You're really fast. You could bunt for a base hit. I don't know, a home run, a slam dunk, a touchdown, throw for a touchdown, run for a touchdown. I don't think a bunt implies that you made it. Uh, I A bunt for a hit? That's definitely a – that means you made it. I'm saying a bunt for a hit. Oh. There's also sacrifice yeah. bunt. I think probably, like – I think it's probably a home run. I don't know. I'm thinking slam dunk because you could bring that to the streets and show off. <laughs> that's a good point that is a good if you like there was just one thing you could consistently do at a sport any sport slam dunk would definitely be the most show offable <laughs> definitely sport, you know I, mean? I guess yo-yos or something but that's not cool yeah no <laughs> because think about it like when do you ever see a pickup game of baseball hey everybody we're going out to play some baseball like <laughs> yeah. that never happens then, that like, never you'd happens. be like Watch this. I can hit a home run every time. <laughs> and I can do that once every nine times someone else comes up to the plate. Yeah. It's just like it's yeah, not no, an amazing it's not it's gonna not, be as cool. It's not an amazing feat, whereas a basketball, you could slam dunk it every freaking time. Just throw it. Or you could not even be playing and just slam dunk on a hoop. That would be badass. <laughs> right. You could just be walking down the street, see a hoop, 
just pick up a basketball and dunk it. You don't even need to dunk yeah, basketball. Just like bust into someone's game randomly, <laughs> grab the ball and do some sort of like stepping, you know, like boom, <laughs> crazy slam dunk. Like that guy in the office. I think I showed you that video of the guy where they laid off everyone in the office and they, they left behind the basketball hoop, like the low basketball hoop. And all he did was make videos of himself dunking it. Oh, was- yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's I got, how... I got a, a tweet from Graham here that says home run for sure. That or unassist triple play. Ooh, ooh, unassisted. Well, still, if you're just going to bust it out. No, I wait, wait, know. dude. An unassisted triple play, that is an impressive individual feat, but nothing, you can't bust that out. You can't bust yeah, that it's out. Like, and it's like, that's a setup, right? So the, the unassisted triple play means you get three outs by yourself. So essentially, yeah. this is this is how it works. It only happens in two situations. You either have to be a generally. This is like ninety nine percent of all unassisted triple plays. You yeah. have to be either a third baseman, a shortstop, or a second baseman. And a line drive has to happen where you're running toward the bag. Yeah, and you catch the ball, and the guys are caught off base, and you essentially touch the second baseman bag, and the runner has no chance, and you tag him the runner that was coming from first. There has to be two people on. So essentially you tag a runner, step on the base, and catch the ball. That's the only possible way it could happen. That's super specific, though. It's very specific, and I think it's only happened eight or nine times ever in the history of baseball. Oh, really? Wow, that's, that is more, that's pretty impressive, though. Yeah, it's super rare. Actually, how many if is that there? that was like my... Um... I, you can't even set that up though. If that was like your sports superpower, was you could like always pull off the unassisted triple play, <laughs> and like, uh, yeah, you'd like your game would just be like trying to get those bases. <laughs> be like, oh, watch this. I remember yeah, uh, set up. Mickey Morandini did it for the Phillies. I remember that. It had to be in the early '90s. So yeah, he is on the list here. It's, it's happened one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. 14, 15 times in the modern era. That's ridiculous. Since 1909, it's it's actually the most, it's the rarest feat. It's the rarest feat in all of baseball. All baseball, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, I still think it's a slam dunk, though. We don't, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can even say that the getting the unassisted triple play was a slam dunk effort. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's a that oh, was yeah. a slam dunk effort on that unassisted yeah. triple play. But that was a great call by Graham. Good job. The unassisted yeah, triple I know. play. Yeah, that's the statistically the rarest thing that could possibly happen. Um, so, so yes, you could. You want to do it? Go ahead. Say yeah, it. we should go into. We had talked about doing uh, Seinfeld last week, and turns out that's not on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of thought it was, but apparently there's a whole license debate for that. So no Seinfeld. So we were deciding on another show to do all the way through and review each one and then separate it out into a separate section. So like we could, you know, just have these as like individual things. So we're going to try to keep it the time short, talk about a specific show. And the one we went with was X-Files. So far. 
so far. And we can't decide now if we're going to continue with the X-Files after we watched episode one or if we're going to call this the pilot review where we just go through all of the pilot episodes of a number of episodes and just talk about them. Yeah, and talk about the pilot episodes rather than stick with one show. Right. So right now we're at the crossroads. We've watched the pilot of the X-Files. Yeah, which was really good. It was really good. It was really good. And, or are we going to continue watching the X-Files? Or are we just going to ro- watch some more pilots? I'm of the a mind that we just keep watching a little bit more of the X-Files until we get tired of it. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm down with that. But we're going to separate this out. So um, I don't know what we're going to call it. Uh, the X-Files stuff. Yeah, I hadn't thought of a name yet at all. Because we no. got to do a lead-in because we're going to cut this part out and make it a separate video after this. Slash audio. Right. But I don't know how we're going to do that. I know. We're, this, is a, this is live. I mean, you could... Suggestions? Like, we're, we're like, spitballing here. Ooh, is that baseball? Oh, that is a baseball <laughs> reference. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But uh <laughs> let's see. All right. Um the X Files review. All right, let's just talk about it, whatever. We All right. It, why don't we, yeah, the uh the we could call it the Y files. You did not like that. The Y files? Yeah, like Y files. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, um, we watched. Yeah, let's just let's just start it. Okay, we're gonna. This is this is the X Files review. We're doing a review of each of the episodes of the X Files, in a short summary, for you, the listener. And we and, watched the pilot last time. And so this is season was, one, episode one, called the pilot. The pilot. <laughs> the pilot. Uh, yeah. So we were introduced to um, two characters. One character is Dana Scully, a, a former doctoral student getting her peached or her medical. She used to be a medical, yeah, medical doctor school or whatever. She's going to medical is school. A word. Doctoral, yeah, it's a doctoral program. Sure, I've never heard of that, but all right. So anyway, she's going to, but she gets recruited into the FBI because she feels it will give her an opportunity to explore new and awesome things that will not be so confined to the rigor and. Uh, she could apply essentially science and medicine to investigations, essentially. Yeah. And then on the opposite end is Fox Mulder, a, who is a, a hotshot analyst, who is an Oxford-educated, super smart guy who is responsible for catching a serial killer that no one could catch in 1988, and now he's has some backing from a a congressman to explore these so-called. X Files, where things get thrown into a basement down into the FBI headquarters. They have and- no logical explanation. They have no log- logical explanation. The XXX Files, but they call them the X Files, I think, really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the. Yeah. Probably the point. There's 100% that exists. <laughs> the XXX Files. <laughs> I want to know what they do in that. <laughs> like, how. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Funny. So um, she's skeptical skeptical of his love. Yeah, she's super skeptical. Of his so a- I've never seen, I, I mean, I've seen like parts of episodes. I've never seen most of them. So it's a new experience for me. 
And I like how they set it up. I didn't know she was the skeptic and he's like the believer guy and like he his sister was abducted. Spoiler alert. Spoiler and like was just gone. But anyways, yeah, super good. But the computers and stuff were way old. Like, is this from like the mid nineties? The best is when at so there's a scene where they first off the glasses. You were talking about the the the, the computers, the people, the glasses that the people wore. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. This should have been called X Files: colon, awkward looking face goggles. Because <laughs> yeah. that's I don't how know if that would have been his popular they, title. They look, they look X Files: like, colon, awkward looking face glasses. <laughs> I actually said face goggles, but face, face glasses. Goggles, yeah. yeah, but um, um, that th- that was the most alien thing to me. More than the alien corpse they found buried was how awkward the pe- the people's eyewear looked. I yeah, I just and that they were using all like X and like everything just got burned down. Just like the the analogness of all their stuff, since they have like really crappy computers. Yeah, and they can't call things. They have to like use rotary phones. My favorite part is when they come back to the hotel and it's burning and caught on fire. And she's like, he's like, our photos. Oh, and and he's like, my camera. And then she's like, my computer. I know. Yeah. <laughs> all those photos. So, yeah. So it's interesting. Um, they didn't really dive into it too much, but at the what will happen at the, it's kind of like a Doogie Hauser situation. I don't know if you remember Doogie Hauser. Yeah. Um, I remember other episodes. It's <laughs> supposed to do do, 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 do. If you want to I know. Do. I like burr, burr better though. The burr, 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 burr song. Yeah. Um, anyway, at the, there's usually Doogie Hauser moments where she's on the computer and she types up at the end of the episode, what she's learned from Mulder. Oh Yeah. Yeah, and I guess because her computer burned down, she didn't have that, or they didn't set up that kind of like logic in the. They hadn't decided on that till later. Yeah, so it was curious not to see that. At least that's how I remember the episode's ending. Um, Like her, what did Scully learn? Right. Um, Yeah. But yeah, this I. Here's the thing: if this show came on now, yeah, and it was just a little updated with technology, it would be still a good show. Yeah, it was really good. Like, I I thought it was really good. It was, but it, like the technology stuff wasn't even like a huge part. It did look like, well, I mean, it was on TV. <laughs> it looked like a, a made-for-TV movie, but I mean, it literally was on TV. Well, there, how about the the somewhat uh, exploitative um, shots of Scully in her bra and panties? Oh, yeah, I know. They they had like a lot of innuendo. Like the first shot of the whole thing is that chick in the woods, and they flip up her dress. And, like, it's just her underwear, and she has those, like, vampire-type marks. Yeah, so I was like, whoa, this is racy. (laughs) And and I was saying, in context, and I think what we need to do in these shows is, like, what would have been considered shocking from 1993? Yeah. And and then also, what would be shocking if it was done today? You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know how how times change, and you can't say certain That chick would have been topless. Unquestionably. (laughs) This would have been an HBO special. She would have been topless. Yeah, I often wonder what the X Files would have been like had they made it an HBO show. But anyway, Ooh, and speaking of that, aren't they coming out with a new one pretty soon? A new X Files will be coming out, I believe, a thirteen episode arc. Yeah, I'll have. To, that's why I'll, another reason we got to catch up. Yeah. So but, uh, yeah, then like she went over in her underwear and stuff. That was, you know, I saw it coming because like when she like taking a shower, or whatever. Also, like the power goes out, take a shower with a candle. I don't know. It's not my first choice. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like the candle might like I even one candle. She didn't have two candles. It'd be so dark. It would suck taking a shower in the pitch black. Definitely. Oh, also, um, I didn't remember this, but I did not realize that the cigarette smoking man was in the first scene of the. So the guy, you know, the guy at the very end who takes the. Yeah, yeah, uh, and he's like the the uh, CIA guy. But yeah, well, he's known. He'll be known as the cigarette smoking man up in the future. He becomes a yeah. major player. I had no idea that he was in episode one, season one, and that he was involved. Really is. I know. He takes on a much bigger role. Cool. But, so that's probably, I mean, that's our reviews. It was pretty great, X-Files. We should go into our, you know, promotion. Oh, yeah, that's right. You should, uh, you should watch our show also, because we do it on Thursdays at 9 o'clock. And you could reach out to us on the various social networks, Facebook, Google, YouTube, uh, also Twitter, at Fresh and Par. Just type in Fresh and, Fresher and Par, Lance, and we'll get you somewhere to where we are. That's all you need to do. It's true. Or, and yep. uh, you can check us out it's on iTunes. Uh, Stitcher, and then Stitcher. soon soon to be uh, uh, Tune, Tune FM or whatever it's called. Um, yeah. When we have our uh, partner partner uh podcasts yeah it's actually the soon to be named network do they is there a website for that no but that's what it's called cool it's uh do you want me to do it or do you want to do it do it because yeah, i don't actually know them all yeah so we have the prodigal sons <laughs> podcast featuring jared brian ian and uh oh my gosh the other guy the other guy, oh my god, they're going to listen to this and they're going to kill me. Um, anyway, they're, they're, they're four guys talking about things that are uh, potentially uh, topical for the week and certainly blue. Way bluer than this show. So uh, uh, There's also Dad Distractions, where Brian and Leonard talk about the foibles of being parents and also nerds. And then there's also uh, Longbox Heroes with Leonard and Todd. It could be found at longboxheroes.com. Um, and uh, they, they talk about the comic books and lots and lots of comic books. They also have a, a supplementary podcast called After Dark. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Where they, they go, they, they don't curse or talk about anything other than comic books and comic book related content. But the After Dark one is, is a little bit more about their lives and uh, kind of things that are going on that are outside of the world of comic books. Sounds so, fun. Yeah, so my recommendation, we uh, listen to all of those. Oh, Podvocacy. Can't forget Podvocacy. Podvocacy, great show. Listen to it, podvocacy.com. Uh, they talk about uh, pop culture stuff. Right now they're doing a movies I've never seen review for the summer until the TV comes back on because they're big into kind of like, you know, all of the hot shows, Arrow, Blacklist, all that stuff. So Basically you know, comic book stuff. Sort of. It's, uh, it's Well, here's the thing. Comic books, Joe, uh, Leonard and uh, and and Todd actually go to the comic book store every week, pick up comic books and then read said comic books and then review said comic books. Whereas Podvocacy just talks about kind of more the of the comic book world that, and then the kind of the geek nerd culture that exists out in the world. Plus just things they like, like blacklist. I would not put on a, as a very nerdy show. It's just a good show. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think that about does it for this that week. That sums it up. Yep. So uh, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. And watching. Thank you for watching. We really appreciate it. Uh, this is Parland saying sayonara, muchachos. And this is Fresher saying later, taters. Bye-bye.